What's up, guys? Welcome to the SauceCast, Episode 5. We are so, so stoked to be here. This is a podcast that I've been looking forward to for a while. Carson, I know you feel the same way. This week, we have the Scott Shores on the podcast. Scott, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I've watched every episode. Wouldn't want to be on this with, with any two other guys, so I'm honored. Dude. We love to hear that. And that's why you're here is because you've watched every episode. You don't miss anything. You study. And that's why you're here. <laughs> anything. And then we also have Carson Buse, the director of the Relentless Region. Carson, thanks so much for being here. You've had a huge impact on Scott. So I think this will be a really cool interview and podcast for all the rookies to learn from. Scott's my buddy, dude. Learn a that's lot right, man. That's right. Dude, I love it. We already are seeing Scott's personality right off the bat. He's like, I've listened to all of them. I've watched them all. I know how it goes. <laughs> and that's why Scott's so freaking good at his job. But if you guys don't know who Scott Shores is, the first thing you know is you pronounce his last name, Shores. Am I right, Scott? <laughs> that's right, bro. You know. <laughs> I just want everyone to hear that from right now. Right, right now. So we can no all in the highlight video. Yeah, so Ky Kyden can stop saying it like that. Yeah, so Kyden can correct himself. <laughs> Everyone likes to throw the T in there, man. <laughs> Schwartz. Dude, that, right. that T. That T that doesn't exist. Everyone likes to throw it in there. <laughs> um, I know Scott super well. Scott, we go way, way back. And that's why I'm so excited to have you on. I know actually know the whole uh, Shores family. I was going to say the whole Scott Shores family. But I know the whole Shores family. Um, a lot of Scott's brothers and sisters and parents, we grew up super similar, um, right by each other, same neighborhood. And so I'm stoked to be here with Scott. But if you guys don't know him, I want to read a little introduction because, Scott, you are a new guy at Empower. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You're our first rookie we've ever had on the SauceCast. Sweet, bro. That's awesome. Right. Kind of unheard of to have a rookie on the SauceCast, but... Here's a little bio, a little background on Scott is, Scott, yeah, you're a first-year rep here. You're a true rookie to door-to-door. -door. You have not ever sold anything on the doors, and so solar and Empower is your first experience, right? That's right. So a lot of guys, when they come sell solar or when they come to Empower, they've already sold something previous, and you mm -hmm. really are a true rookie, as we call it. That's right, man. Scott grew up in Alpine, Utah. Scott has six siblings. Um, when Scott was growing up in junior high and high school, basketball was the focus. Um, you played all four years at Lone Peak, which is a big deal. People mm -hmm. might not know that, but that's almost <laughs> like playing D1 basketball. <laughs> it is. It feels like it. You know, you like, know how it is. <laughs> dude, honestly, 100%. World it's world class. World class high school. Um, after Scott graduated. <laughs> Look, at this, dude. Look at us. Dude, hey, all of us are here from Lone Peak. We've all come I a long way. <laughs> wow. It must be world class, actually. <laughs> and so after graduating high school at Lone Peak, Scott went on an LDS mission. You went to Cochabamba, Bolivia. Is that right? That's right. Same as Chandler, right? Chandler Russ, Same. I think, went there too. Tyler Coffing as well. Oh, nice. No way. Yep. Guys Did Chandler go there? I didn't know Chandler went there. Chandler went there too. That's sick. Yep. Yeah, I know Chandler, he's in Bolivia. Chandler, Tyler, and Scott. That's awesome. Yeah. All, all right. Lone Peakers, dude. All Lone Peakers, Should we get him in here? <laughs> Should we make five people on this podcast? Let's go. That's is, so sick, though. In Bolivia, is there only one mission, Scott, or is there multiple? No, there's multiple. There was three when I was serving, but I think there's I think there's more than that now, like four or five. Is there? Because there's two La Paz, right? Uh, and then one Cochabamba, yeah. and then one in Cochabamba, and I'm I don't know. I'll have to ask Chandler, but maybe there's two down in Santa Cruz now. 
Maybe okay. there's just four, but either way, regardless. Apparently, <laughs> Bolivia creates great sales reps. Just going to throw that out there right now. Apparently, that's a thing. And so you went to Bolivia on the mission. After your mission, you went to the University of Utah, where you mm -hmm. graduated with an economics degree. Um, once you finished up school, you've been doing a bunch of entrepreneurship stuff, right? The last right. four to six years since graduating college, you've been all over the place running multiple businesses. Scott, what were some of those businesses you've been a part of? What oh, they man. do or what was the business? You know, like Jeez, with, my, with my brothers, we've, we have some thrift stores. Um, me and Nichelle started um, a silicone baby product uh, e-commerce shop. Good and stuff. that's yeah that's we that buy, that's, we buy stuff from them that's right they're customers <laughs> customers so, right here 100 yeah, percent. we've grown that to an extent where we're, we've been able to outsource a lot of that and and go into fulfillment um and so i was actually doing all of that in the process of transitioning into solar it's kind of what has opened up the time for me to do solar which is so cool right you finally mm -hmm. be able to create those things and move on to your next venture which is solar and it sounds like you've been able to go all in on solar, right? That's right. You've been man. able to crush it and just do a great job. We'll jump into that. So after running these businesses, that's when you first jumped into door to door and you've been here for the last couple months since January, right? That's right. That's and right. Since January, Scott has been known to, from being a student. He is studious. He tries, he learns. I remember our first retreat that Scott came to was Timber Moose mm -hmm. and it's where we Deer had all the, the leaders. A deer in the headlights. No. Scott had never sold anything door to door. Had, it was a totally new industry. And Scott shows up with all the big dogs at Timber Moose. That's right, man. Fit right in. Fit right in. Fit right in, 100%. And he will continue to fit in. Um, Scott's married. He's got two kids, and you have one on the way. Congrats on that, Scott. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, we found out it's a little boy just, geez, about a week ago. So wow. we're stoked. We're stoked. That is Cal, so dude. exciting. Cal. Uh, that's right. We'll see. So cool, man. <laughs> this podcast will hold us. We'll see if we end up going with that. But. Man. <laughs> yeah, now we're going to have dude, to use that name. Now. It's all yeah. there. <laughs> man, so two kids, one on the way. And Scott has kind of a crazy schedule. Right now, you go home almost every weekend to see your wife and kids, and then you fly back out and work in market all week. Is that right? Or what's kind of happening, Scott? That's right, man. I fly out. Um out of here in Chicago, uh, Saturday nights, I get back around eight thirty or nine and then I'm in Utah for two days. And then I have a, like an 8am flight usually, um, on Tuesdays and it gets me back here by like noon or one on Tuesdays. So, and I, I've been doing wow. that pretty much every single week, um, since January. That so, is amazing. Tuesday yeah. to Saturday you're working uh -huh. and then Sunday and Monday you're back in Utah with your family. That's right, man. I got to see my kids. Um, so that's, that's just how it's worked for us. It's a grind. I'm, I'm stoked to get them out here. They come out here at the beginning of June or towards the end of May. So um, super oh, stoked to coming, have them out here. Are they coming full time? May they 23rd, are. right? They are. They wow. Yeah. So then the rest of the year, you'll, you'll have your wife and kids out here till November. Right? Till November. Yeah. I'm excited to be more full time, you know? Cause it's Dude. like my schedule is kind of almost cut out a day every week ish, you know, uh, between what I take off on Saturday and then when I get in on Tuesday and stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, it'll just be good all the way around. 
Just a subtle flex on volume right there. Bro. Less time. Such a so flex. Deals. The fact Rookie that you're the year, here <laughs> you're on the podcast, you've had the volume you've had, and you've worked Tuesday midday till Saturday evening. That's right. I mean, and no, Saturday. That. Yeah, we, I, I, I usually have until like noon on Saturday. So, Scott, with a schedule like that, only working four days a week, it's insane what you've been able to do. Like, it is straight up insane. Some stats for you are that you have already closed 40 deals this year. And you've had 32 of those deals be self-gen, which takes some serious time management. We all know that if you just show up and you have 10 appointments on your calendar every day, that's a different story. Whereas Scott is showing up, he's in market for four days, and he self-gens constantly it's literally only May, and you've already closed 40 deals. Again, had 32 of those be self-gen, and you're at around 10-plus installs right now. So 25% of your deals have been installed. I know you have a bunch more in the pipeline with things coming through. A little bit slower because of supply chain. But you have absolutely crushed it this year, dude. Thanks, You man. have been amazing. Did you expect this? Like, Did you know you'd be this good? No, dude. No, Come I'm on. not. Come I'm on. not going to. No, I'm not going to be like that. I mean, I had I, I had no idea what to expect. My my only mindset coming out was I was going to be the best I could be. And so, I just jumped in and started learning and I'm um I'm a little bit, yeah, like you said, I I kind of have something inside of me that uh I'm just a really urgent person. Like when I get onto something, I I become like a little obsessive. A little bit and that has uh -huh. its pros and cons you know yeah. um but that was my mindset it's like listen I, I i'm giving up a lot being i've got three three two kids one on the way so moving my family out here like this is a this is a big deal so i wasn't going to take it lightly um, sure. and so i've been two feet in you know dude and i think that might have just answered one of our first questions the question we like to ask <laughs> everybody that's on the sauce cast is what do you feel like your secret sauce is? Um, this could be any tips and tricks you feel like you've learned that separates you from the pack or from everybody else. But obviously, you have secret sauce. To be at 40 closed deals as a rookie in May, 32 of them being self-gen, not everyone's doing that. Like, There's a lot of rookies at this company that are not doing that. In fact, you're actually leading the charge for rookie of the year right now. And so you obviously have something special about you. What do you think your secret sauce is? Is it that you're so two feet in that you jumped all in? Yeah, I would. I, I have a lot of purpose, you know. Um, and yeah, I don't know if it's a natural, like if it's just a character trait that I have. I've, I kind of have always been a little obsessive, whether it's with sports or on my mission. I was obsessive with that. And, and now and, and since my mission with with my entrepreneur uh, businesses that I've been running. And now this, it's just kind of a little bit who I am. Whenever I get going into something, I, I go all, I go all out. Um, so, I mean, yeah, just, I, I, I do think that is something, I mean, you can get technical with like certain skills I've picked up and acquired as I've, as I've been learning, but yeah, at the core, I do think that is something that is a little bit different and that is just kind of how I am. Um, like typically like, like I, I take two, three hour flights every single week and I never like watch movies. I'm, I'm, I literally download podcasts, books, whatever. And I just consume for six hours a week. And then I'm up often 
like last night I was up till 1230 watching the Brandon Andre podcast <laughs> or sauce cast that he just did. Like I, I very common. I'm up till 1230 at night watching stuff and I don't really look at it like work. That's what's cool is I actually have a passion for it. I love learning how to, how to sell better and stuff. So definitely, man. Scott's like one of the cool things that like really attracts me to Scott is he, he like knows that he has to become the asset. Like mm. he is the business and like Scott <clears throat> consistently is consuming like six hours of education every week just on sales. Mm -hmm. And like, I've seen that not from like Scott saying like, Oh, Hey, I consume this. Like you see it in his numbers, but also like Scott like sends me podcasts. Like we'll talk about Chris Foss or Jeremy minor or something like that. Like not like mm -hmm. the Grant Cardone hard mm -hmm. selling, whatever. Like how do I get someone to buy versus me sell them? You yeah. know, like how do I sell off of benefit benefits versus features, just different kinds yeah. of things like that. And like Scott has like lists, like huge lists of this is how I, manage these different things and and yeah. do them in the proper way and scott scott knows how to sell and he's 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 taught himself and it's sick like always just puts in so much time dude that is so so cool scott so it sounds like your secret sauce a lot of it is your you put two feet in you jumped in you didn't hold back and you are always learning you are always mm -hmm. growing as a human self-development's a big growth mindset yeah, yep. that growth mindset. And what's unique is a lot of people might come out there and have the success you've had and be doing as well as you're doing. And they might say, I don't need to, I don't need to grow anymore. Right? Like I've crushed <laughs> it. I've, I've had 40 closed deals. I've had 32 self gens. Why do I care to keep on studying? I think it's time for me to watch Netflix on the plane. I think it's time for me to watch mm -hmm. this, right? Or to not listen to these podcasts anymore. Or now that I'm on the sauce cast, I'm, I'm obviously good. Why do I need to listen to more of them? Right. Like you don't mm -hmm. ever have that mindset, which that's pretty dang cool, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just not who I am. I'm not, I'm not the type that really gets complacent or satisfied with anything. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty process oriented over results oriented. Um, whether, you know, if I have a bad week, it doesn't, I don't get too down. If I have a good week, I don't get too high. It's just a process and I'm always growing. Dude, I remember before the year even started talking to you at Timber Lakes, and I said, Scott, I think you could be rookie of the year. And you're like, dude, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what my numbers are. I'm just going to do the same thing every single week. That's what you told me. Right. Before you even started this job, you said the exact same thing that you just said. I don't care what happens numbers-wise, but I will do the same thing every week, and that's so, so huge. Yeah, man. I just I'm a believer that the numbers come from the work, like it comes from the process. So I don't, I don't mm -hmm. focus on the out number or the, or the results. I'm, I know that if I put in the work, if I start at the very top of my funnel and if I am constantly growing and learning how to sell better, that is what's going to get me the best results, you know? So yeah, that's just kind of how I tick. And then I let what is out of my control be out of my control. And I just focus on everything that's in my control. You know, Scott, do you have like a specific thing that you, like focus on like light at the end of the tunnel kind of a thing with, cause you, you're, you're like, Oh, I get really obsessive about all these things and you go all in mm -hmm. and then you have like this drive and you're constantly motivated for different things. Like, what is it like, what is it that you think about? Like, that's something that a lot of people struggle with is the consistency. Mm -hmm. And if you've had one thing, it's been consistent on learning and consistent on selling. Is there something mm -hmm. that like specifically that you think about 
or like this goal that you have that keeps you driven? Yeah, man, I think like I'm a little bit older, right? Like I'm 30 years old. Um, 30 I'm one years of the older old. guys. I'm Never one of the older of guys here at Empower, you know, um, the oldest. And so I think right? I've, I've been through a lot. I know, I know who I am, you know, um, I know what my purpose is in life. I know what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. And I know what makes me happy and what makes me tick and personal growth and development are just that thing. I, I don't, I don't want to live life with any regrets. I want, um, you know, I want to be the very, very best version of myself and have impact on other people. And so when you have that bigger purpose, right. And you have that, that driving you, it's, it's, it's easy to have that light at the end of the tunnel. Cause it's like, it doesn't matter what happened this week, like whether I had a good week, bad week, numbers wise, whatever. Um, I'm just going to go out and put forth the effort, you know, cause that's who I am. Dude, your why is so, so sick. I love that. And I just had to make one correction. You said you're one of the older ones. Like you are, I think the oldest, Scott. I hate to tell am you I? that. Am I the oldest no, I'm, guy? I'm just <laughs> playing. There's, there's guys way older than you. Me, bro. <laughs> no, we've got reps in their forties and fifties. We got guys. We got Rob. I think our oldest rep is like around 58 years old. So there you go. You're man. still about half well, That's good age. to hear. That's good to hear. <laughs> um, Scott, when you first got out to market, was it tough? I mean, obviously if you're a rookie listening to this podcast right now, it sounds like roses. Sounds like, yeah, I showed up, I worked hard, I studied, I closed tons of deals, crushed it, whatever. But if you're a rookie listening to this, I want to just be super real. How were your first couple of weeks? How was the learning curve for you? And what advice would you give to brand new reps that are just starting their sales career at Empower? Yeah, man. No, it's definitely not easy. Like my my very first door I ever knocked, you know, everyone kind of goes through that. Like, what am I doing? You know, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> why am um, I here? Having, Where am I going? Yeah. What am I? What did I do? You know? Um, so, no, everyone has that. Everyone has that moment, especially when I was I was doing OK before this. You know, it's just I just wanted more. Um, so but. Yeah, no, it, it hasn't been all, all roses. It's been, there's been ups and downs, obviously. Um, you just take them as they come and you respond the best you can to everything. And my advice to everybody would, would be that I, I think you can, you can steepen the learning curve or flatten it, however that is. <laughs> but I think, I think the learning curve can be quicker if you just put in tons of time, your first, your first couple weeks or month or two months, whatever. Um, just put in tons of time. Like I can't tell you how many times when I came out in January, I just role played in the mirror, you know, like hundred times a night, do it in the morning, um, do it in my car on my way out to area. Like you've just got to put in the time and be really urgent about it all. You know, don't tr treat it like it's your career, your full-time job, which it is. Um, and you'll have success. It just, it's a, it's kind of just a simple recipe. You just gotta, you just gotta do it. You know, hmm. I think that's pretty cool that a lot of guys listening to this are probably thinking, man, Scott's just talented or Scott's 30. No. So Scott's good at this cause he's older or he just is so lucky or he, you know, he went to Lone Peak, he's world-class. <laughs> he must be good. Right. <laughs> like there's so many reps so true, listening dude. to this that are probably thinking it's natural, but they Not don't true know. At all. Yeah, I mean, they don't know that behind those 40 closes, there's 400 pitch practices in the mirror, mm -hmm. right? Like, oh, they, yeah. no one knows that. Well, yeah. They don't know oh, behind yeah. those 40 closes, there is 400 hours of podcasts listened to. 
Mm-hmm. Like no one looks at that stuff. No one pays attention to the pregame, right? Where you're shooting free throws, getting warm. No one knows that. They see what happens in the game. And that's what we highlight. And every week in the highlight video, you're always highlighted for your performance in the game. But what you do previous and prior to that game is way more important, right? Totally. Totally, man. Yeah. That's so cool. Spot on. I want to jump into setting. Carson Buse has talked to me a ton about setting and how Scott can just rip deals. Scott, let's get on that topic. You set so many appointments. How do you do that? Um, what type of pitch are you using? Do you talk about solar a whole lot? How do the doors mm-hmm. usually go for you? Yeah, I mean, when I started, I didn't talk about solar a whole lot, which I think is pretty normal, right? Um, but now, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very candid about solar. I do I do use the net metering pitch. I I don't I don't know like if it's which pitch you're using, which is the the most important, right? I think the most important is that whatever you're doing, you're consistent, and then you just keep building on it and keep learning and growing different skills, tactics of how to overcome objections. I, I think everything with setting is, is just how good are you at at getting through smoke screens and objections and, and then your body language and your tone and how fast you talk and being dynamic. And, um, I've just constant, I've, I've, I've had literally the exact same pitch since January. I've just built on it. I present it differently. I social proof a ton now. Um, you know, like we, we just had, a, a training just last week where I kind of mentioned something that I do now. I, I have like these four C's that I always think about on the door chat, consider chosen and candidate. And it's like, it's, it's what I go. It's my go-to to, to social proof, you know, like, Hey, I just mm. chatted with Gary over there. You know, we're actually considering, uh, Beth and, and Mark and them down the road, and we've actually chosen, do you, you know Brian and Sally Tuxhorn? Yeah, we, we actually need to get your guys' annual kilowatt usage to see if we, to, to see if you guys are a good candidate for us. You know, I Dude, use those four C's all the time. So That's way cool. I'm just, yeah, totally. It's just something Put quick that, that real, I can dude. go to. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, there's like, there's, it's like little stuff like that that I'm always trying out. And that's, that's been helping a ton here in Chicago because there's a lot of door knockers, right? And so the biggest thing is, is getting, is, is people not being, um, skeptical of you and, and social proofing is that. So anyways, that's just little stuff, you know? Um, but in terms of setting, yeah, it's, uh, I just think you got to be consistent and just keep, keep building on your skill set. What? So I've, I've knocked to Scott multiple times. And one of my favorite things about Scott's pitch is that it's just like really consistent. Like it legitimately is basically the same on every single door, but it's Mm -hmm. so simple, like so simple, not like can, like it is condensed in words, Mm -hmm. but it's clear. And so like the person understands it every time. And I feel like personally, that's probably what helps you get a lot of success. Like you're to the point, but you're really simple with it. And then you phrase things as if it's not such a big deal. And I love your four C's dude. That's so cool. Yeah, Big super fan. structured, super structured, man. Um, really simple, yeah, though. Kind of, like his yeah, pitch is super simple. simple. Uh-huh. Dude, yep, I, and I love just control that. control the conversation and keep it going. The four C's, control the conversation, keep it going, keep it flowing. Where did you learn the four C's, Scott? Oh, I just kind of came up with that myself, honestly. 
<laughs> That's just a Scott special like, right there. Revelation. Yeah, I just I watch a lot of Taylor McCarthy and his secret sauce. I've kind of feel like is social proofing, and I've uh-huh. just noticed he says those words all the time. And then I in my head I was like, well. That's that's an easy thing. That's an easy way to remember it, you know. Dude, I love that. That's so cool. That's a prime example of you learned in your studies, right? Mm -hmm. Prior to performing, and then you used it and it worked. That's so so cool. When you talk about solar, do you bring it up once or twice in the set? Is it is it a soft bring up? Is it harsh? Like, how do you bring up solar, or do you bring up solar? Yeah, I do bring up solar. It's dude, I, this is relentless, it, bro. All solar, all solar, hundred percent solar relentless, dude. We don't pitch none of that crap. No, uh, totally. No, like when I when I bring up solar the first time, I say it, and then I transition hard and quick from it, okay, right away. And then as I'm going into you know more wanting to get the bill and stuff, I'll explain what what we need to know for them to be a good candidate for us or to qualify, right? I'll, I'll bring up solar multiple times. Like we're going to look at a satellite of your roof and do a heat map so that there's no question that this is solar that we're talking about, you know? Okay. Um, so I, I will, um, yeah, I bring it up, but I'm very like, like I said, I control the conversation and I, I do think one of my things on the doors is people know, people feel like I'm supposed to be there. I'm not just like a salesman. I'm supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're, they just kind of follow my lead, you know? Is that just because your body language, your nonverbals, stuff like that? Yeah, body language and then just how I talk. I'm just really assertive and confident on the door. So my yeah. language that I use, I'm just really assertive. You know, there's a lot of things that I observe because I come to this podcast every week. I'm always on talking to somebody. And there's, there's constants. There's things that I hear every week that the greats do. I call you guys the greats, right? Like anyone on the sauce cast, in my opinion, is a great. And there's constants. Like one thing is always have confidence. Something I hear about mm-hmm. all the time. Have why. Have a strong why. Something I hear about all the time. Be consistent. Don't be emotional. Don't have great weeks or bad weeks. Like the same things come up almost every week, week in and week out. And it's not surprising. Like now I'm kind of learning, dang, it's just it's the same recipe. You kind of tweak totally. it how you want it, but it's the same recipe and you're not scared to bring up solar. You're not scared to talk about things. You're just confident. You're yourself. All that stuff. That's right. That's right, man. So yep. when you do pull the bill, Scott, and you do go back for the appointment, how does it look when you go back to the home? How's your clothes usually go? Do you have a clothes deck you follow? What's what's your routine usually look like? Yeah, man. I do. I'm really structured. I don't skip steps. I think that's that's one thing that uh, is big for me with my closes. It's really easy to like think you have a lay down and you can skip steps and go quickly through it thinking that by the end it's just going to be an easy one. But you can get burned like that, right? And then there's the people that uh, you think there's no way they're going to close, but then they do, you know? And so mm-hmm. I never skip steps. I'm really structured. Um, yeah, the by far the most important part is building rapport at the beginning and then in your probing, right? Um, and then I try to really teach for clarity and understanding and, and I teach with a lot of enthusiasm and, and conviction. I, I make sure they're on the same page with me at every step of the deck that they're getting it, that they see how cool this is. Um, and then if you do all those things, right, the close itself at the very end is, is usually pretty easy, you know? Interesting. <clears throat> Carson, do you feel like that's how most people close in relentless? hundred percent. Yep. And we, we don't really, we try not to sell off a price as much. 
you know, obviously, like everyone knows, like, I mean, Scott's in Illinois, so it's a little bit different, but like Florida, for example, <laughs> you can't sell the price. Dude. Yeah. Like you, you got to go value, right? Yeah. And so like <laughs> Scott, Scott gets better, like Illinois gets better savings for homeowners mm-hmm. than Florida, for example. But even that being said, dude, if you sell off of value and mm-hmm. Scott does something really good where he's like, look, I'm not selling you on, or I'm not sitting down with you and saying if you're interested or not, I'm trying to see which option works better for you. If you think that the utility company is better than solar, because those are the two options, mm-hmm. you can justify that to me at the end or you like, you can justify that to me. Like you can, you can tell me why you think that's better, but you have to tell me why you think that's better. Interesting. So Scott, you tee it up and you tell the homeowner, look, at the end of this, I'm going to ask you which one's better and you better have some good answers. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to challenge, you got to challenge people sometime, you know, uh, and sometimes, sometimes it's just, if you do the first parts right too, it's the, the close is the close is just really easy. You know, it's, I, I'm very assumptive at the close, um, because I feel like you can be assumptive at the close. It's kind of a, it's a no brainer for people. So I'll let them tell me that they don't want to do it. You know, it's, it's almost like by asking them, you're almost validating like the other side, like, oh, I'm selling something. Mm-hmm. But I will. That's why most of the time it's so obvious that they should do it. I just assume it. And most of the time they just go right with me, say, yeah, all right, let's let's get started. You know, and so you finish up at the end and you just kind of turn into cool. Well, do you have any questions? No, I don't. Great. Well, let's move forward. Is that? Yeah. Is yeah. What's going it's just on? like, well, well, now let's just uh, submit your application, see if it goes through, you know, and then I'm, I'm, I'm not even looking at them. I'm looking right at the right at my computer screen. Mm-hmm. And most of the time they'll, I'll just hear them talking kind of to each other or to me and they'll say, okay, yeah, let's go. You know, again, and they s- just, they just follow your lead and, but that only really works, right. If you've, if you've done the whole first part, right. You know? Yeah. And Scott, you've had 40 closes and is it nine cancels? I've had 11 cancels. So I think I'm okay. at like a 72%, uh, 72% retention right now. <clears throat> so as of right now, that's higher than average industry average by like 20 30 percent oh minimum 20 30 percent i mean and then empower uh, empower right now that's a higher that's a higher rate dude no that's good for sure your cancellation rate is definitely lower than other people and that actually (laughs) goes into my next thing carson's about to ask you about it sounds like you have some big goals this year we want to hear about them i want to hear one of my last questions i love to ask people is what are your goals what are some of your goals at Empower? What are your, some of your goals outside of Empower? Where do you see yourself in a year from now? And where do you see yourself as far as install goes at Empower this year? Um, goals at Empower, man, I, I love it. I'm going to be here for the long run. Um, as far as uh, like yearly goals, um, I can't remember all the order you asked all those questions in, but Just yearly goals, goals dude, all right now, dude. Yeah, my, my plan this year, Right now I'm on track to have 112 closes if I do everything that I've done up to this point, but I know I'm going to be working harder and longer in the summertime. Um, and so my goal for closes is, is 125 this year. And then I want my retention rate or cancellation rate to be, to be similar, maximizing that volume. So I, yeah, I, I hope to have around 95 installs this year. As, so as long as everything goes five good. More. 
Yeah, let's go. Shoot, stretch goal, are you right? kidding me? Stretch Dude. goal. 100. Stretch goal. That's your stretch goal. If you uh, stretch, stop stretch. at 95 installs, I swear I will come out to market. <laughs> I will knock with you personally. 100%. We will pull. Well I will pull so many bills Dude, for I'll you that you don't even know snow. what to do. Dude, 100%. I will be out there on Christmas Eve with you pulling bills, and we will be giving away free solar if we have to because 95 go. is so let's close go. to 100. Let's go. <laughs> dude we are stoked for you so you obviously want to try and hit around 95 to 100 installs and i know you're getting mm -hmm. the leadership right now too at empower so i'm sure you want to lead some teams in the future that's right i love i love my guys out here in chicago man um yeah i think one of your questions is was a year from now where do we where do i want to be i just i hope all these guys i'm with and uh, along with myself we're just we're just out here killing it doing way more than what we're doing right now because we're all rookies you know um and then having a lot more guys that I can impact and, and lead as well. So I love my guys here in Chicago. Um, and I, yeah, thinking about a year from now, it just makes me excited. So, Dude, I love it. I love this sauce cast. Scott, one thing I know is if you are a Shores, you have enthusiasm. You are stoked <laughs> on life. Carson and I actually just went to lunch today with Greg, your older brother, and Sweet, he is man. just like you, dude. He's, we're walking in. He's, what's up? So good <laughs> to see you guys. And I love that attitude. I think that alone is a secret sauce that you have that I think if everybody just tried a little harder to be a little bit nicer, a little more outgoing, a little more positive, they would see huge success because you've, you've seen it, right? For sure. For sure. Yeah. Enthusiasm sells. And, and the more enthusiastic you are, it kind of becomes you a little bit too, you know, so... Yeah, just you're you're totally right, man. Dude, and some people might think you're fake. Some people might think you're just doing it to be something you're not. But truly, it does become you. You become excited about life when you're always enthusiastic and positive. And that is Scott Shore. So, Scott, thank you so much for being on the SauceCast. We're running out of time, but you've been amazing. I've learned so much from you. I'm super stoked to have you on again in the future. Sweet. Thank you, guys. It was awesome. All right, have a Thanks, good one. Scott. See you, guys.